This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Everything is okay. Everything is fine. We didn't lose to this. Parenthetically, if you think about it, what was the reason why we led the world beginning around 1905, 6, and 7, and 8? Who do we appreciate? <laughs> what the absolute hell? How the hell is that our president? What is he talking about there exactly? I don't know. All I know is that was bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least it looks that way. I I, I honestly just, have no idea what he's talking about. None. Th- th- there's no context behind what what he was saying. Granted, I mean that's every day now, but 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 still. There, we don't know what he was talking about there at all. Like, like what he was addressing. No, I don't know. Does it matter? Uh, no, not really. Because when our president starts to sequ- sequentially count, not in years, but in just straight numbers, what the hell are we doing? Everything is fine. Everything is okay. We're Totally great, grand, and wonderful. Don't don't mind the fire burning behind us. Now, I can also bring you a bit of news. Um, 
but I but I won't. <clears throat> I might I might might save this because I'm not sure if this is satire or real. So maybe I'll uh-huh. save this for the beer not the bee. Okay. Um <clears throat> But Pat, one of the biggest uh stories over the last what month really has been Disney and its um groomer status as a company. They they so yeah. they somehow got behind the um <clears throat> quote unquote anti-grooming bill. Um, and that's what I am choosing to call it is the parental rights and education bill. And, and I call it anti-grooming bill because at the end of the day, this bill did what it didn't target gay people. It didn't target lesbians. It didn't target, you know, transgendered individuals. It literally said, stop sexualizing kids. That's it. We're, we're not talking sex to four, five, six, seven-year-old kids. That's that's just, not, no, that's, n- no, no, we're not. And, and that means the straight groomers that are out there as well. Okay? There are people who are straight who will groom children for their sexual edification. We just had an individual in Los Angeles, arrested on 80 counts of grooming for child pornography. One person, 80 counts. And guess what? They were both boys and girls. So this isn't a gay thing. This isn't a straight thing. This, or, you know, a, a transgendered issue. This is literally... Stop grooming our kids. It's literally a right or wrong issue. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. It's not difficult to figure out. Now, having said all of that. I would even say that, it's good or evil, but, but yeah. Having said all of that, so we, we watched Disney go pro-grooming. We watched Disney internally tell us that they are sticking, um, pardon the pun, but uh, sticking queer... Um, storylines and characters purposefully into kids' shows. Not adult shows, not your Big Sky, which has weird teenage lesbian characters and a transgender person who's caught in some weird love triangle, right? Like, we're we're not talking about... um, adults being able to handle adult entertainment right we are talking about them literally attempting to sexualize children and it was exposed to the world but in response to that what has florida the state done well it took away the special uh, reedy creek improvement district which gave them some tax breaks right but basically it was a self-governance status they have the right to issue bonds they have the right to all of these other things that self-governance would give you including the ability to hire their own police force their own whatever they chose to contract right they chose to contract with both osceola and orange counties and we talked about that last week and so part of 
the discussion that we have had in the past, Pat, has been what? Is it really winning if the taxpayer is the one who's now on the hook, right? That's the ultimate question we're trying to answer here because a lot of people, we saw the Jenna Ellis stuff, right? Where, hang on, you're violating the Constitution to win. Then we saw the other side of the coin, right? Where, shut up, we just fought against grooming and take the W, right? Why are you wanting an L out of a W? Why are you doing that? That's kind of what this crowd was was talking about. And we kind of landed in the middle here, right? We're not sure if this is winning or losing. At least that's where I came out on this. I am not so sure that taking away the Reedy Creek Improvement District in, in what is really a response to a company advocating against a bill in the state. Not... Not lobbying lawmakers, not doing anything, but literally attempting to put its boot on the throat of state government. Right? This wasn't, I'm going to lobby the state senator, right? Or the state legislature, right? I'm not lobbying them behind the scenes, right? Or, or going through whatever. I'm literally now going to put the full force of Disney's economic and marketing might behind this effort to do what to interfere with a legislative process and to what end to support grooming to support sexualization of children even if you don't want to say that this is grooming fine can we agree that this was about a bill attempting to desexualize the classroom is that not an admirable, admirable goal? I mean, I, you, you would think so. Um, so. Something we haven't really asked, though, here, when it comes to this whole Orange and Osceola County thing, right? Mm-hmm. What do the people of those counties, how, how do the people of those counties feel about this? Do we even know? Were they were they more for or against what Ron DeSantis did? Do we know? Because here's the thing: if they were for it, if they were in in, in large part for this, does it matter? That's a good point. Now, um, as we are thinking about this, I think there was a really great article out there from Newsweek and Josh Hammer who I think is a really great thinker of our generation. You know, he is in our generation. I think he's a fantastic thinker. He understands and gets the culture, right? But it was a it was an article basically saying, um, you know, against principled loserdom. And I I, I want I want to kind of lay this out. Because basically what he is saying, the logic of the National Review set, the what the hell, why are you doing this set, is basically this. It's, a, it's incumbent upon conservatives, or right liberals as he puts it, to act as righteous stewards of civic decency and defenders of sacrosanct norms of liberal 
procure uh, proceduralism, excuse me, no matter how much our political foes have strayed. So that's the Jenna Ellis argument, right? Whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. Our opponents are doing something illiberal. They're doing something that is bad, right? But in kind, right. we don't do something that is illegal or unconstitutional in reprisal. We, we, we don't stoop to their level, if you will, right? Is it a win if we are not righteous stewards of civic decency and defenders of the sacrosanct norms of liberal proceduralism, no matter how much our political foes have strayed? So what if, what if the, the left has gone on full totalitarian and suddenly Joe Biden is president for Evs, y'all? Uh, uh, well, you know what? Hey, they, they it, it would be this argument also. How did Hitler come to power in Germany? He did it by legal means, right? Totally right. legal means. But then he, he went in and changed all that, right? And then when he got that power, what did he do? Change it all for Evs. But he did it procedurally, Pat. So it was just the decent civic thing for us to do, to not fight what we know to be wrong. Isn't, isn't that what we call loserdom? And that's exactly what he points out. And um, people like Charles C.W. Cook, who I actually think is one of the other brilliant writers of, of my generation. Because, Pat, we're almost in different generations, the two of us. We're almost. kind of almost, but he he points this out in National Review, saying basically to spike the football in such fashion goes, uh, so goes the narrative would be indecent, right? As Josh Hammer puts it, these people believe that to punish a high-profile enemy within the confines of the rule of law, making a woke corporate behemoth pay for its advocacy of the civiliz uh, civilizational arson of corroded childhood sexual innocence would be gratuitous would be gratuitous and egad illiberal so to punish them within the confines of the rule of law to make them punished for their advocacy of basically civilized arson right they are they are taking a torch they are advocating for a torch of not just the norms of our society, but of our society. Because here's the reality, right? If you sexualize children to the degree that they want to, we have an entire generation now that is absolutely 100% psychologically, emotionally screwed for the rest of their lives. Why? Because... It goes against the fundamental development of the brain, of the body, of the spirit. Because here's the reality. Even if you don't believe in spiritualization, right, in the spiritual world, even if you don't believe in God or anything of that nature, there's still nature. And there's still a natural order to how our bodies and our minds 
develop. And when you stunt or change that developmental process, it is irreversible harm. You, you could spend your entire life in therapy trying to desexualize yourself or to do all of the, you know, to, to rewire your brain, basically, and it may never work. So we're supposed to be like, you know what? Eh, eh, we, we can't break a few eggs along the way because the other side broke all the eggs along the way, right? We, we, we have to rise above that, right? That's the argument of, of the National Review, Jenna Ellis, Jeremy Boring even said. But, Pat, what if... The Reedy Creek Improvement District, right? The what if getting rid of it isn't just about breaking a few eggs and and doing something bad to to somebody else politically, right? Because you don't like the fact that they are literally taking a torch to our civilization. What if it's also something that is violating contracts? It violates the First Amendment. And it creates massive budgetary issues because reason points this out exactly. Um, so with the special pur purpose district, Disney took over responsibility for providing municipal services like power, water, roads, and fire protection, but were also freed from dealing with the legal red tape or paying taxes for services that benefited the broader public, right? So they did get some tax breaks. And Ron DeSantis, you know, in, in signing that bill, says, you know, that, hey, you're a corporation based in Burbank, California, and you're going to marshal your economic might to attack the parents in my state. We view that as a provocation, but we're going to fight back. And what do they do? They take away this, right? Well, there's there are free speech rights at play here, right? Does the does does Disney have the right to say, "Hey, we don't support this bill"? Yes, they do. Okay. They absolutely do. Okay, so and it could be for any reason they want. Right. So, the other part of the First Amendment is what government cannot and shall not do what. Limit speech, not just limit speech, but punish people for their speech. Right. You cannot use the long arm of government to punish your opponent because so, you don't like how they spoke. So, so here's 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 my question. Then, if if this is the case, you can't retaliate for speech. Government right. cannot retaliate, and if, I will make an argument that's exactly what this is. If this is the case, what was this all for? Is this not the idea of where you uh, either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain? And that is that is something that you and I have questioned about Ron DeSantis and what's going on in Florida for a long time. It, 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 long before this Disney issue even came along. We, mm -hmm. We've been questioning this. We've been questioning the authoritarianism that, that has come out of the Ron DeSantis office there in, in Florida, right? 
So what was this all for? Are you are you going to fundamentally burn down the house because somebody dared to disagree with you mm-hmm. and dared to use as as abhorrent as it might be, by the way. Yeah. In in uh, I want people to hear this because this is a lawyer, Robert Corn Revere, who is um, commenting over at the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education. So this is somebody who is kind of on our side when it comes to this, right? The question is not whether Disney has a right to some special tax status. It is whether government officials may use the power of the state to punish a corporation for speaking out on political issues. No one could possibly suggest that Governor DeSantis could condition Disney's ability to do business in Florida on making contributions to his campaign or on a commitment to publicly support his legislative agenda. Likewise, it would have been equally unconstitutional for Florida to have attached such conditions to the creation of the Reedy Creek Improvement District back in 1967. The same goes for revoking the tax tax district status simply because Disney publicly disagreed with the governor. The Constitution does not give license to politicians to use the machinery of government to reward those willing to mouth the party line or to punish those who refuse to do so. Now, Florida's dissolution of the district also runs up against contractual concerns because there's a more basic reason, even even more basic than 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 arguing over the First Amendment, because I do have questions about this this logic. Okay, so so what condition can the government take that Reedy Creek Improvement District uh, status away from it? What? Because I can make an argument that anything related to corporate interest is free speech right based off of right. based off of what we saw with um what was the the supreme court decision is it it's not casey it's um um the one that allowed corporations to to be basically um part of free speech like they become a person but anyway um but florida cannot dissolve reedy creek because it promised bond purchasers that it wouldn't that's the other argument here, is that there's a contractual agreement for bonds. So, I, I, I on the other hand, on the on the other side of this, and, and just for the sake of critical thinking here, okay. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the people of Orange and Osceola counties were for or against this, in part, right? We we have right. no idea. But could you not make the argument, if you're Ron DeSantis and his administration, could you not make the argument that this was not about Disney's freedom of speech? This was about them grooming kids, which is illegal, by the way. So here's how I would make this argument if I were Ron DeSantis. Okay, so let's play this exercise of critical thinking through this, because that's really what we've been doing over the past two weeks on this issue is critically thinking through it. We have problems or potential problems that exist on one side. And on the other side, how do you balance those potential problems against the good that is this bill? And more importantly, the bad that is Disney's stance on this bill. 
Because it's not just, hey, we don't like this bill because uh, we support our LGBTQ, LMNOP, pound ampersand signs, right? Right. It's not about that. But here's how I would approach this. We're not saying Disney can't do business in Florida. Right. We're not saying don't, don't have Disney World, right? We're not saying any of those things. What we are saying is that when you actively lie, when you actively take an anti-family stance in our state, when you as a company are not acting in the common good, if you will, and maybe not the common good, let's just put it this way. I would I would take a stance saying, we are not telling you you can't do business in here, right? However, it doesn't mean that we're going to give you any more special privileges, and that's really what it came down to, right? We're, we're done right. giving you your special privileges, not because of anything other than the simple fact that um, your values do not align with the values of the state of Florida. I, or some version of that. And, I, and, and I'm trying to think of a way that you can get around that, tying it, because that would tie it to a First Amendment. I have a right to my values. You have a right to your values. I have a right to speak my values. So do you. Because here's the ultimate crux of this entire discussion, right? I can see both sides of the argument. I see it. I see, I see the... Well, what about the First Amendment and the rights of corporations to speak? Right, you do. I, you do have a right to speak. Also, what about the rights of the state to say, um, you know, um, we're we're going to protect our children, and if you are against that, maybe we should look at your special tax status, because we've seen this all over the country, right? I mean, we see it uh, in your state and in other states, right? Companies all the time get special tax breaks to potentially headquarter in a place, right? Or to to build that factory or to do this or to do that. Is that not a way of attracting people for First Amendment purposes too, right? So now we're just supposed to live with one uh, perpetuity, right? What At what point to the First Amendment people, right? To the, we have to be civilly above this, this, uh, you know, tit for tat, if you will, right? We have to be better than that. Okay. What thing would Disney have to do for you to say no more? Because what you are telling me is there's literally nothing that Disney can do or say. Short of maybe, I don't know, turning Disney actually into a groomer's paradise. Like, what if they actively were shooting child porn at Disney World? Is that the point that you say? Sorry, no more. You don't get the the special treatment anymore. Because what you're really saying is, well, you signed that in Reedy Creek Improvement District in 1967. And guess what? Sorry, there's bonds still being issued. Right. And um, no, 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 no. You don't get to do that forever. 
Because here's the rub, right, Pat? These people and our government, our government issues bonds every single day, right? What if they stop issuing those bonds? Because that program changes or something else changes, right? What, what if? It happens all the time. I guess where I'm where I'm starting as I'm thinking through this, I'm starting to wonder: is is this really is this really loserdom for for Ron DeSantis and the GOP of Florida? Yes, because I could see where they where they could have potentially violated the Constitution. Which in in which case, what was this all for? What was this fight even all for? If if that's the case, if it does actually violate the Constitution, what was it all for? On the other hand of that, we've talked about, you know, not being able to say fire in a movie theater or not being able to say bomb on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things things like this, things that, that you, I could make an argument for. I have the right to say in either of those places because context matters, right? So I could make that argument. At the same time, if this is in retaliation to the grooming agenda at at Disney World, at Disney, well, Disney in general, I was going to say Disney World, but Disney in general, if, if that is what this is in response to, is it really a violation of free speech? And I say that in regards to because we both we we both have established the idea that grooming is illegal. It's illegal in all 50 states. So if it's illegal, but they're trying to use it under the guise of free speech, is it really free speech and protected under the First Amendment if it's actually a crime? And if that's the case, if that is the case and what Ron DeSantis did is that that again, not winning. Especially if the people of Orange and Osceola counties were in largely for what Ron DeSantis just did. That 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 would be the crux of my of, of the art is like what are they actually for? Yeah, and, and to Josh Hammer's point here about quote unquote principled loserdom, right? Look at 92, 96, 2012, 2008. Look at all the people, right, that we put in place there, right? Who did we have? George H.W. Bush. Wouldn't fight, right? Right. Bob Doe. I'm Bob Doe. No, 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 no. Nope. Mitt Romney, John McCain, right? Well, in reverse order, 2008 was was, uh, John McCain and then Mitt Romney. right? Right. Both of which are hell no. Binders full of women, right? The, see, see, I, I have binders full of women, right? And blah, 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 blah. There's the principled loserdom. I, I'm going to fight on your playground, right? I'm going to fight on the playground, but I'm going to slap you while you're kicking me in the nuts. Right? Right. That's basically the, the argument. But as Josh Hammer ends this article stating this... Conservatives must start acting like they actually understand this and that um, America is not fine. 
wielding whatever levers of power they have and they are able to attain. Given the less uh, successful Garmerskin march through the institution's chokehold, right? So they, they have a chokehold on all of our cultural, all of our political, all of our academic institutions, right? The left owns it all. That means using crass political power. It means, in other words, following the example of Florida Republicans and Disney. But the long-term success of following the Florida playbook will depend in part on how quickly the quote-unquote new right can excise political loserdom. I look at it from this perspective, right? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. But it also doesn't mean you don't. Right? Doc Thompson's, uh, you know, probably most famous quote, just because you can doesn't mean you should. But it also doesn't mean you don't. It means you take a look and you make a calculation as to what makes sense and what doesn't make sense, right? And, and I guess my ultimate question in this whole scenario is, did Ron DeSantis do that? He might have. And to the side that I kind of lean towards is mm, this has some first First Amendment implications to it potentially. But what do you what do you have to prove that the direct this was a direct result of ABC XYZ, right? Right. I think Ron DeSantis is walking a fine line by talking about this, right? Because what he's basically saying is I am retaliating against you. I am saying that um, we have a line in the sand, and if you want to live on that other line, great. But I would argue the difference here is that they're not saying you can't do business in Florida, right? I would say that's the violation of the First Amendment. The violation of the First Amendment is not, well, guess what? We're going to end your tax break. And it's not to, and they're not saying, Oh, by the way, we'll put it back if you come to our side, right? They're just simply saying, no, you're done. It, it, and here's here's the other thing about it, too, is, is they're not even saying you can't have your grooming agenda. They're not they're not because here's the thing. Disney doesn't care. Disney Disney hasn't batted an eye since this whole thing has happened. They, they, they didn't bat an eye at losing, what, 40 percent of their stock value overnight. No, they don't care. So they're going to keep that agenda. They're not saying that they can't say what they said. That 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 would be my argument there. And but but here's the thing. Here, do you think this goes before the Supreme Court? I think it potentially it will, because yeah. I think what Disney is looking to do is potentially become that cultural behemoth, right? And say, guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna swing the bigger stick here. Hey, Florida, watch this, right? So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. But at the end of the day, what I come down to is when we have a culture that's rotted, when we have our institutions rotted to their core, do we wield power with – so there, there's a difference between weakness and meekness in wielding power, right? Right. I would argue this is – meekness at work this isn't weakness and that's the principal loserdom right 
that's the principled loserdom that we speak of, the weakness. You know, I, I you look at McCain and his inability to just attack, right, in those debates in 2008, right? When, when we watched those debates, it was like, dude, what are you doing? He, he literally softballed it to you and you refused to hit it out of the park. Instead, you bunted it down the third baseline, right? Right. Why? Well, because I want, and I, I, because America thinks that we have to be nice. No, that's not exact. No, America never thought that. No. Meekness, not weakness. And I'm not saying that John McCain's a weak individual. For crying out loud, what he endured in in captivity is unimaginable. Right? I'm not saying right. that, but politically, he made the calculation that weakness is better than power with meekness. And I think we see some of that in Ron DeSantis, but at the end of the day, what I come down to is this. We have to start hanging some W's. We do. We have to start hanging some W's. And it's going to get ugly. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be principled all the time. But, but, if it is in service of principles does it matter yeah don't violate the law right mm -hmm. don't blatantly violate the law just because you want to punish your political opponents okay i'm not saying that but what i am saying is maybe it's time to fight a little harder and a little dirtier and maybe it's time to fight those fights for principles that you believe in And is this really totalitarianism at work? I would argue no. It's, oh, okay. You decided that you wanted to wade in, not in a normal fashion, through comments, through advocacy of your employees in Florida commenting on legislation. Because here in, in Illinois, we have what's called comment cards, right? You can comment on a bill and put it before the legislature without ever having to go in front of them, right? We can have our peace be spoken. And you can rally your political action committees and all those things and, and push your advocacy that direction, right? But that's not, what, that's not what Disney was doing here. Disney was not doing that. It was attempting to take its cultural position to put its boot on the throat of a state government. That is their culture warriors status. How do you respond to that? How? You kneecap your opponent. That's the cultural reality we live in. And kneecapping them is saying, guess what? You no longer have your special tax status anymore. Guess what? You're going to live and play by the rules of every other company that comes to Florida. So I guess the I guess the real question at the end of the day is, did Ron DeSantis put up a W here? And I guess time will tell. Mm -hmm. I still don't know because I what we don't know are the details as to how they're going to work out the contractual issues, right? The the police, fire, safety, all of those things, right? How are they going to work those out? Because there are the the coffers, and we've seen the estimates, right? About one hundred and fifty to two hundred million dollars extra coming onto the tax burden of 
the people of Osceola and Orange Counties, potentially. But we don't know how that's going to work itself out, right? We don't know if the state is going to cover those costs. We don't know if um, they're going to create a special tax, right, for people who come into the park, right? We have no idea how they're going to handle that right now. So this is still TBD. And we just spoke on this for 40 minutes, and we're still at TBD, Pat. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, uh-huh. Hear me out. It is okay to actually think through these things. You don't have to have all of the answers. We don't have all of the answers. And it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know which side of this debate I'm on. I am leaning more towards we've got to start hanging some cultural W's as long as those cultural W's are not in direct violation of our own principles. And I don't think that this is Hey, are we really going to say, you know what, we're going to allow you to uh, to go pro groomer. But hey, you know, those I'll tell you what, as long as you support those capital gains tax cuts that we want. Speaking of which, by the way, Pat, did you uh, hear the other thing that Joe Biden had to say this week? Besides uh, 195678. Um, I mean. I don't really listen to this president much anymore. Just just for the sake of it keeps me a little bit more on the sane side because what everything that comes out of his mouth anymore just doesn't make sense. Okay, well, <clears throat> speaking of not making sense, Pat, mm. Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer actually said this, not Joe Biden, but Joe Biden has hinted at this. So, you know, we've got... Massive inflation problems, right? It, it was just stagflation at first, right? Or or temporary inflation, right? Well, we've reached right. stagflation for sure now. We've reached permanent inflation issues, right? You know how we have to deal with it, Pat? How? Take a wild swing at what Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden are, are going to propose here. Is it is it stopping spread of misinformation? No, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. No, no, no. Instead, Pat. Um, <clears throat> it, oh, wait, 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 wait. Is it is it another fifteen days to flatten the curve? No, no, Damn. no, no. It's it's economic in nature, Pat. Okay. Okay. So so if we have inflation, what what possible ways could government deal with inflation? Right. Spend more money. No, that's what causes the inflation. But, but, but here's the thing, though. Would this administration not do that? The answer is raise taxes. Oh, and, and, and by the way, um, $1.6 trillion of uh, federal student loan um, forgiveness. So we're going to throw another trillion dollars into the uh, inflationary fire, if you will. And, and then, and then, you know how we're going to deal with, with with the 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 thing that we caused by spending what over the course? If that one point six trillion dollars happens from Joe Biden, by the way, Pat, we will have spent since the beginning of the pandemic, right? Since about March of twenty twenty. 
So April of 2020, when they first passed that that first stimulus package, right? We would have spent now, wait for it, seven trillion extra dollars. We printed seven trillion extra dollars that don't exist. Do you know, Pat, that right now, as of today, we are printing extra money to pay the interest on the debt that we currently owe as a country. We are literally out of money to be able to pay off the freaking interest that we owe. We are literally making money up out of thin air to pay interest. Not the principal, the interest. Is that, a, is that all bad, Pat? Is that also not an economic... Is that not a course in economic illiteracy? What was the problem? Government spending too much money. So so what we're going to do is still spend that same amount of money, and, 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 then, and then we're going to raise your taxes, which, which only causes more of an inflationary issue. Because when, when, when we have less money, that means there's less money to circulate amongst us on the front side, right? So what have we talked about? The front and back sides of the economy and how you circulate money. When money is circulating and, and we don't have inflation, right? The monetary circulation coming from us in the economy is good. But when it comes directly from an infusion of cash from the government, that's bad. It's not good. When we look at the borrowing that banks are not doing anymore, right? Like if you try to go get a business loan today, ouch, right? Good luck. Good freaking luck. Why? Because they don't see a way for them to make money off of that. Why? Because they see the money being devalued every single day. So every day they hold on to your business loan that you don't pay back in a timely fashion or that you pay in very small increments back to them, they're losing money on that deal. It's not like your house, which is really just a fixed value for them, right? right. Unless you have an arm. Holy crap, man. Are, are we serious with this? What? If you if you're watching or listening to this program and you want to know if the left cares about the foundational principles of our country. You are watching them literally tell you they want to take a torch to our economic foundation, to our cultural foundation, to our civic foundation. They are literally saying, you know what? We know we're going to get our ass kicked in the midterm elections. So, um, you know what we're going to do, Pat? We're going to set the Reichstag on fire on the way out and then blame the other side. We are watching them literally tell us they are torching. They're going to torch it on the way out. Because if you were serious about these issues, 
You wouldn't be doing any of these things. You would say, you know what? I would love to be able to, to forgive the student loans, right? I would love to be able to do that. But here's the reality. We can't afford to pump a trillion more dollars into our economy right now out of thin air. In fact, we would probably need to slash at least a trillion dollars from the budget every year for the next four years. Or to more. be able to help us. Well, not more, because after that, you're down into the billions. And I can argue that at least $1 trillion is probably where that budget should be right now. I would also argue we need to you know, rid the bureaucracy. We need to get rid of the Department of Education, the Department of Ag. We, you know, there's a lot of, lot of places that we can trim the fat. But we've got to get to a point in which we are spending less than we are taking in. We have to. Why? Because we're printing money to pay interest. What? What What are we? And if you don't think that's a problem, if you don't see that there's one side who wants to literally torch our foundation, they want to knight of the long knives our country, if you will. I know that's hyperbolic, but it's also the reality. They're going to set the Reichstag on fire, a.k.a. our culture, our civilization here in America. They literally are saying, you know what, we're going to lose an election. So why don't we, I don't know, make sure that we, we don't hand a decent world to the other side. In fact, we're just going to burn it to the ground and say, good luck. That's demonic, in my view. It is demonic. That's not being a good steward. That's not being any... They don't have any interest other than what, Pat? Themselves and their right. power. And when we don't have the power, what are we going to do? Burn it to the ground? How is that anything other than demonic? It's the nuclear option, really. It's beyond the nuclear option. Mm. I would argue there you might as well just atomic bomb the lower 48. Because that's what you're actually doing to us. Are you trying to solve the problems that exist in our society? Because you are literally economically illiterate if you think that is the solution to this problem. Now, yes, I get it. It takes money out of the economy if you tax people more, right? Right. But that's not the problem. The problem is that we have too much money coming in to the economy. We have money piled up you know, hand over fist all the way to the ozone layer. Waiting to be spent. That's the problem. So apparently I blew Pat's mind to the point where the circuit breakers in his home also blew. Yeah. Your just home just hates room. you, right, Pat? But yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but we're going to end today's episode on a, on a lighter note. Maybe on a high note, if you will, Pat. Um, okay. Elon Musk 
isn't done with Twitter, isn't done with his economic takeover of the world, but just by uh, buying Twitter. Did you know that? Okay. <clears throat> because he is targeting Coca-Cola next, Pat. Did you see that tweet? No. Next, I'm is buying Coca-Cola to put the cocaine back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I love the trolling that he is. Uh, did you, by funny. the way, did you see the, um, the meme that he tweeted out about like the circular Tim pool, Joe Rogan, like that whole argument that happened with uh, Jack Dorsey and, and the trust and safety person via Viaja yeah. or whatever back no. in the day. Remember that? Vaguely. Yeah. Oh boy. He basically indicated, Hey, you, uh, you, the head of trust and safety, you, you be gone. Um, it was phenomenal in watching the left go, oh my God, you just literally harassed and abused the head of digital trust and safety of the company that you now own. No, 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 that's not what happened. He is literally telling the world, this is wrong. She is wrong. That's it. Now, on that lighter note, because apparently Elon Musk is going to target Coca-Cola to bring it private and uh, bring back cocaine and Coca-Cola, um, our world would be very different if that happened. Yeah, yes, it would. Yes, yes, it would. On that note, Pat, do you have any final thoughts? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And don't be a loser like our last you know. seven presidential candidates outside of Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, don't be a loser like, like, well, like our current president, especially. And on that note, one nine five six seven eight. <laughs> Have yourselves a great rest of your day. Be smart, be kind, be safe. As always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.